Good afternoon and welcome, welcome, welcome to, to Well Done Secret 7. <clears throat> now, I'm going to read two chapters today and two chapters tomorrow and that is the end of the book. Um, I did say we were going to get through this one quite quickly because we were reading two chapters a day. So, um, but we've only got four chapters left. So, today and tomorrow. So tomorrow we'll find out how it all ends. But today we are going to find out about Emma Lane. Of course we are. So, chapter 15 is called The Red Pillow. With their boats, the two boys met at the beginning of Ember Lane. George began to tell Colin excitedly what he thought. When you called out Ember Lane, it sounded exactly like Emma Lane, he said. Suppose that's what Jeff meant. He might have heard wrong. He was half asleep. Ember Lane. I'm sure that was what it was. And you think something was to happen in Ember Lane on the 25th? said Colin, looking very thrilled. You may be right, but what could happen here? They looked around Ember Lane. Although it was called a lane, it was nothing of the sort, although it might have been years ago. It was a rather wide, dirty street with great warehouses on either side. It led down to the canal. There were a good many people about taking parcels from the warehouses and running messages. It was difficult to imagine any robbery or anything out of the way taking place here. Colin and George examined the street very carefully. They came to one warehouse that had a grating let into the bottom of the wall. They peered down. People were in an underground room below, busy packing up parcels. The grating gave them a little light and air, although it also let in the dust. <clears throat> well, there's a grating, said George, standing up after peering through for some time. I suppose someone could stand here and watch through it, as Jeff said, but what would be the point? Well, someone might watch from the other side of the grating, said Colin. If he stood on that table down there, look, he could peer into the street through the grating. If the place was in darkness, he wouldn't be seen peering out. It would be quite a pla good place to watch from. Mm, it might, said George. Yes, it might. A grating to watch through in Ember Lane. This is rather good. Are we on the track of anything, do you think? <clears throat> yeah, probably not, said Colin. If we are, we shall probably spot a red pillow on a sofa somewhere or hear someone hissing, MKX, you're wanted. They went to sail their boats on the can canal till dinner time. Then they went home peeping through the grating at the foot of the warehouse in Ember Lane as they went. The underground room below was empty now. The workers had gone to lunch. We'd better tell Peter, said Colin as they parted. Let's go along this afternoon and tell him. He ought to know, I think, even though there may be nothing in it. Well, Peter was most interested. That's bright of you, he said. Em Emma Lane, Ember Lane. Anyone could miss here that quite easily. But I don't think so much of the grating. There are gratings everywhere. Not in Ember Lane, said Colin. We looked and that's the only one. 
Janet and I will go along and have a look at Ember Lane this afternoon, said Peter, and the grating. They went. Ember Lane looked gloomy and dirty. Peter and Janet examined the grating with interest. Colin was right. It, there was only one in Ember Lane. Well, it doesn't tell us much, said Peter, even if we decided that this was the grating through which Mr. Tizer or someone was going to watch. Why should they want to watch? And what? It's no crime to peer through a grating. Well, they might want to watch Unseen for something or someone so that they could signal his coming to somebody waiting to pounce, said Janet. Peter stared at her, most impressed. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what they might do, he said. But what could they see from here? Let's stand with our back to, to the grating and see if we can spot what would be within their sight. They stood and looked hard, their eyes ranging over the warehouse opposite, the pavement and a lamppost. Well, all that could be seen from behind that grating is the warehouse opposite, though not all of it, said Janet, and the lamppost and the pavement near it and that red pillar box. Yeah, I'm sure that red pillar box could be seen too. Janet suddenly stopped. She caught her breath and looked round at P Peter, her eyes shining. Peter, she said, Peter the Red Pillow. The Red Pillow? Where? said Peter, puzzled. Oh, Janet, I see what you mean. It wasn't a red pillow that Jeff heard. It was a red pillar box. And there it is. The two stared at the red pillar box, thinking hard. A girl went up to it and posted some letters. Peter and Janet felt absolutely certain that red pillow meant red pillar box, and it could be watched from the only grating in Ember Lane. We're getting somewhere, said Peter, suddenly feeling quite out of breath. Jeff did hear something. His tail wasn't made up. But because he was half asleep when he heard the men talking, he didn't hear properly. If only we could find out what MKX was, said Janet. But we can't. I expect all the men in Mr. Tizer's gang have numbers or letters but we're certainly putting a few of the jigsaw pieces together, Peter. Let's go and tell the others. Well, chapter 15 was the red pillow. Chapter 16 is called, and now, M-K-X-U. <laughs> Every member of the Secret Seven felt excited when they heard the latest news. They thought that Janet had been very clever in realising that the red pillow was a mistake for red pillar box. Barbara thought for a moment and then said that she wondered if the man watching behind the grating might be waiting to signal to someone when the postman came to empty the box. Someone might be waiting to steal the letters from him, she said. Oh, that's an idea, said Peter, but there isn't much point in stealing ordinary letters. They're not worth anything. That's true, said Jack. It's sacks of registered parcels and letters that are usually stolen. They're worth something, but not ordinary letters. 
I don't somehow think the watcher is watching the pillar box. He's probably watching for someone waiting there or passing it. Is it worth telling Daddy all this, Janet, do you suppose? said Peter after the seven had discussed everything thoroughly. After all, it's tomorrow something has been planned to happen. We haven't much time left. Well, we might tell him this evening, said Janet. Let's wait till then. We might think of something else important. I don't think Daddy will change his mind about things just because we've discovered that a red pillar box can be watched through a grating in Ember Lane. Yes, it does sound rather silly put like that, said Peter. Well, we'll wait till this evening. Goodbye, everyone, till then. But before they could tell their father of their latest ideas, Pam came rushing into the garden to find Peter and Janet. Barbara was just behind. They found Peter and Janet watering their gardens. Pam flung herself on them. Peter, Janet, what do you think? We've seen MKX. Janet dropped her watering can, startled. Peter stared in excitement. Who is he? Where did you see him? It isn't a he, it's a van, said Barbara. Pam and I were going home together when we saw a post office van standing near a pillar box. You know, a mail van painted red. And its letters were M-K-X, cried Pam. M-K-X-102. What do you think of that? We couldn't believe our eyes when we saw it was M-K-X. I'm sure that's what Jeff meant. The mail van, M-K-X. But... There must be plenty of cars with the letters MKX, said Peter. Plenty. Not in one place, said Pam. I don't ever remember seeing MKX in our town before. I notice car numbers because I want to see if I can spot a Z something someday. I haven't yet. But that van must be the MKX those men spoke about when Jeff was half asleep. Oh, Peter sat down on a garden seat. I think you're right, he said. Yes, I think you must be right. It's all beginning to fit in. Wait now, let's puzzle this out. He sat and thought, frowning hard. Yes, perhaps a mail van goes into Ember Lane with a few sacks of registered parcels inside. The postman gets out of his van to go across to the red pillar box to collect the letters. Yes, yes, cried Pam, and someone is watching through the grating to see when he's unlocking the pillar box with his back to the van and signals to the others who are waiting out of sight somewhere and at once they see the signal, rush to the van and drive it off before the postman can get back to it, cried Janet, taking the words out of Pam's mouth. They all sat and looked at each other, their eyes shining. They felt breathless. Had they solved everything? Or was it too clever to be true? Well, I shall certainly tell Daddy now, said Peter, thrilled. Oh, what a bit of luck you noticed the letters on that mail van, Pam and Barbara. 
Good work. We're a really fine secret society, I think. Successes every time. And we thought this one was a failure, said Janet. Look, there's Daddy. Come and tell him now. So, poor Peter's father was soon surrounded by four very excited children, determined to make him believe that what they had discovered really mattered. He listened carefully. He pursed up his mouth, gave his little his head a little scratch, looking with twinkling eyes at the children. Well, well, this is rather a different tale this time. Most ingenious. Yes, I'll have to do something about it. He went indoors and ran up, rang up the inspector of police and asked him to come along. I've a curious tale to tell you, he said. You may or may not believe it, but I think you ought to hear it. And before ten minutes had passed, the kindly-faced inspector was sitting in the garden, listening solemnly to the children's tale. He glanced at Peter's father when they had finished. This is important, he said. There have been too many male van robberies lately. We'll catch the ringleaders this time, thanks to the valiant Secret Seven. Oh, wow. So they did get it right. It's going to be a male robbery. Wow. Just stealing mail is definitely, definitely, definitely um, wrong. So, I can't wait till tomorrow now. Tomorrow, as I say, is the last um, two chapters. So we'll find out exactly how it all ends and whether they do um, manage to catch them. And what happens to Jeff? Because Jeff is so important in all this. Poor old Jeff. Anyway, um, you all have a brilliant day and come back for the ending tomorrow. And I will see you there. Okay, so take care, stay safe, and bye for now.